Good morning, this is Plan Petrov and you're listening to episode number 19 of the morning show for managers. The topic for this morning is inspiring or blaming others. If you think about your job as a manager, all other things be, being equal, you should inspire the people when you meet them and more, moreover, you, you should create a space when they are inspired even in your absence. Not because of your absence, but they remain inspired in their job even when you are gone. Now, there is a good quote from Mahatma Gandhi that uh, I would like to start today's episode with. And this is, be the change that you wish to see in the world. This is very short, but it takes a lot to digest. Be the change that you wish to see in the world. So I can say firsthand that with all the managers that we work with, Uh, have good intentions, the best of intentions to create the environment, the safe space, the inspiration for the people they, that uh, they work with. But when we do the 360 assessments and when we uh, open the topic for the blind spots and for the arc of distortion, uh, people in the teams always share one thing in common. And this is that they don't have 100% understanding of what is their impact on the people that they work with. Although they have the best of intentions, they are not 100% aware of what is the actual impact on them. Now, if you think about it, the natural state of most people when start a new position is motivation and inspiration. Over time, however, this state changes to the full wave of a variety of other states like confusion, frustration, anger, helplessness and others. Then the cycle repeats again. Motivation, confusion, disappointment, etc. Although managers do not attend training such as how to demotivate and how to disappoint my team, Many of them successfully achieve just that, demotivated, frustrated and semi-engaged teams. The people in these teams, beside the laptop back, backpacks that uh, carry on their shoulders, they carry also something else. And this is a big bag of complaints and accusations to their managers. But there's something else interesting. So this is not just that the people are complaining about their managers, as you may guess. As a manager, your team is your reflection. Your team is your mirror. So if the people in your team are complaining about everything, guess what? The rivers of blaming, sarcasm, cynicism in the teams usually spring from the offices of their managers. It is in managerial meetings that there is no sincere understanding of people's challenges. The focus is entirely on numbers and what is not done well. Outright slander about others is disguised, disguised as jokes. 
the people outside the room are being called with some strange animal names. Sounds familiar? If you have been in a man managerial meeting with other managers, probably you have noticed. Sometimes there is this slight sense of sarcasm, they call people names, sometimes it's a little bit not so pleasant. So manager self-irony is convenient insurance against the consequences of their toxic behavior. I repeat it again because <laughs> it takes some time to digest it. Manager's self-irony is an insurance against the consequences of their toxic behavior. If you want me to give you an example, probably you can figure out an example in your mind on your own. When you played this card of self-irony to disguise some toxic behavior. Over time, the complaints and accusations of the people in the teams transform. The adrenaline of seeking change gives way to sluggish presence in day-to-day -day, in the day-to-day -day operations. Some go into I'm waiting for somebody to tell me what to do mode. Others get in the rails of ticking off only the usual tasks with zero initiative for something new and something better. The people who avoiding taking risk and really do not anything else beyond the core of duty. Business is simulated, or rather busyness. People almost take, almost make a to-do list for inhaling and exhaling. In item teams which simulate business daily, time flows very differently. The afternoon hours before leaving work feel much longer than the hours in the morning, although they comprise of the same 60 minutes. If you have a team that is passive and does not take responsibility for filling the gaps of proactivity and commitment, of course, you guess it, you guessed it, this is because of you, the manager of this team. Here are two primary reasons why you have a passive team. It's not because of the people, 100%. I will repeat it over and over again that if you don't like something in your team, you somehow contribute to the things that you don't like. Now, here are the two primary reasons that you have a passive team. The first reason is that you notice the apathy in your team to achieve results, but you do not notice your own apathy about the people in your team. The first reason is that you notice the apathy in your team for the people to achieve results, but you don't notice your own apathy about the people in your team. By your apathy towards the people in the team, I mean the following. First, you do not spend enough time individually with people to get to know what drives them. You get annoyed and you even get emotional when others share their problems. 
you perceive their sharing as personal attacks for not doing your job well. You share nothing personal about yourself and wear this mask of the perfectionist. You do not address the underperformance of, of people and do not support them to become better in their work. So instead of addressing the underperformance and helping them, you just blame them that they are not good enough. You do not trust your team. You do you double check and supervise their daily tasks. You expect others to have a similar motivation as yours for achieving results or even greater without being sensitive that different people have different motivation drivers. Thus, your inaction towards the people in the team fuels their indifference towards the goals of the team. Your team is your reflection. It simply reflects what you radiate or what you spread. The second reason you have a passive team is that you confuse blaming people with giving feedback. If you give feedback only about the things you see that can and should be improved without capturing and acknowledging the moments when people achieve or overachieve their targets. This will lead to a fear of mistakes. If you just focus on things that can be improved and you never take the time to acknowledge and thank them, thank them, uh, you, this way you will create fear of mistakes. The fear of mistakes will lead to the fact that instead of solving their own problems, people will start bringing them to you, solve them. And because you want to get the job done quickly, instead of working to increase people's capacity to solve their own problems, you'll start working directly with their problems. You'll start giving them ready-made solutions. You'll give long instructions. Then people will start doing only what you told them to do. Or more precisely, only what they understood from what was said. What they understood and what you said do not always coincide. In fact, to be honest, they almost always do not match. What you said and what they understood are two different things. In this way, you have a direct you have direct contribution to the limited solutions of the problems and the emergence of new ones. This will lead to disappointment. It will generate new accusations that people did not do well. This will increase their fear of mistakes and you see the cycle repeats. Your accusations lead to the creation of a passive team that does not take responsibility. And in the beginning, when people started in the new position, they were motivated and inspired to do their job well. What has turned the team from motivated to passive is up to you to, to find it first and then fix it. But the manager's job is not for everyone. And maybe, to be honest, it's not even for you. Yes, maybe being a manager is not the right job for you. That was it for today, episode number 19. I would invite you to think about it. Is this job that you are doing, managing a team, the best job for you? Maybe it 
a better job for which to be to have a consulting role or to, to be an individual contributor or to develop your technical expertise in whatever is interesting to you being a manager maybe is not your job think about it and not just think about it the next step would be to do something about it but now i invite you only to think about it if this job is the right one for you this was episode number 19 blaming on or inspiring have a good day and until next time